Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Bird Brains. Ken Dunnick along with Mark Eckel. And Mark, after last week's disappointing performance, we got a scintillating, exciting game to watch on Thursday night. The Eagles with a big win, 34-27 to over the Packers. And you hate to say must win this early in the season, but it certainly would have been bleak to start the season one and three. Before we jump into this, let me talk about our sponsor, USA Man Franchising, LLC. If you're tired of working for someone else for far less money than you're worth, USA Man Franchising now has operations in Philadelphia, southern New Jersey, and Boston, and they're looking for new cities to expand. Call 856-912-4007 on how you can own your own business or go to usamanmagazine.com for more information. So, Mark, they did it the old-fashioned way. And a lot of times what you'll see when a team is fearful of an offense, and even though Aaron Rodgers hasn't played that well this season, certainly he's one of the top five quarterbacks in the league, teams will have a tendency to run the football to take the ball out of the hands of a potent offense like the Packers. And that's exactly what the Eagles did rushing for 176 yards and uh, a lot of time off the clock. And they were efficient with their offense scoring 34 points and came away with a big victory. Yeah. And don't overlook the defense that um, came up you know, they gave up a lot of yards, but I don't care about that. I never have. They stopped the, they stopped the Packers twice with, you know, first and goal from the one and first and goal from the three you know, that's what won the game for the Eagles. I, I felt as, as well as the offense played and as well as the, they ran the ball, those two goal line stands to me were the, were the, were the, were the de- defining moments of the game. Yeah, I agree that they came up big in certain spots on defense. Talking about, you know, Carson Wentz had some pedestrian numbers. And again, you and I agree. All that matters is the win here. We're not, right. we're not playing fantasy football. We're playing National Football right. League. And that's the, I'm glad you said that. Because, and I don't, I don't. This is my my daily, my weekly rant. <laughs> That's the problem with the way people watch football now, because it is. And I've never yeah. gotten into fantasy football. Never, I've never. I've never played it once. My my line has always been when I when I did a lot of radio and people would call and ask me about their fantasy football. I'd always tell them none none of my fantasies involve football. <laughs> and they still don't. <laughs> so uh, I have fantasies. Well, you're you're a healthy American male. <laughs> they don't have nothing to do with quarterback. <laughs> Anyway, um, but that's the problem. People look at stats way too because their fantasy team did well. well oh, I had Wentz and he hurt me in Ben. Wentz had a great. Wentz played well. He didn't turn the ball over. He threw three touchdowns. He was like you, you used the, the good word efficient. Wentz played very well Thursday night. I don't care what yeah. he, what the numbers say. He well, played 16, very well. sixteen for twenty seven, one hundred sixty yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, no you know, when you when you combine that with an efficient running game, uh, J- Jordan Howard had 87 yards on the ground. Interesting thing about the running game, and, you know, I know this is not your favorite guy, but Darren Sproles, who was the feature back the first week of the season. I do like Darren personally. I really yeah, but I know I know you don't. You think he's over the hill, but he only yeah. played seven plays in that game, which, you know, I guess it's all about the matchups. That's what Doug's going with. It seems odd that he would have that few you know, hot plays. Hand. I think yeah. hot hand. Howard and, and Sanders both had had good games. I thought sure. the play of the game, or the turning point of the game, more if, if to, to choose a better phrase, was the Packers are up ten nothing. Packers get the ball, or the Eagles get the ball. They punt. Packers go down, score. Um, Eagles get it. They punt again. The Packers go down, kick field goal. It's ten nothing. The kickoff. Miles Sanders brings it back 
66 yards, was it? Yeah. Set him up, and then the Eagles go in and score a touchdown. And if they kick off into the end zone or Sanders only brings it back to the 20-something, I don't know what happens from, from there. I don't know. I mean, if the Eagles have to punt again and Green Bay goes down and scores again, uh, maybe it's, I think it's a totally different game. Maybe. Well, you know, the game can turn on one single play. And if you, you dissect it kind of gave the Eagles life. You know, it, yeah. it gave a team that was down a reason to, oh, okay, now we're at the 30-yard line. We can go in and score. And, it's a, you know, now it's a whole new game. I've always been a big believer that, you know, character individuals come up in big spots. And, you know, certainly Doug Peterson is a character guy. He's got a lot of good people on this team. And, you know, think about the Eagles walking into Lambeau Field uh, almost, you know, trying to avoid at all costs going one and three. You start the season one and three, and you've got to make up a lot of ground. And the Eagles' schedule coming up that we talked about last week is very, very difficult. They have a walkover hopefully this Sunday against the Jets, but after that, it gets very, very tough. When he has those three road games, that's going to be – well, the Eagles have been pretty good on the road. I mean, they, you know, they, they, it's not like they, they, they don't – they can't go into Minnesota and win. They, no, but if you, if you had – Oh, right. I'm saying, the greatest win in Eagle history came in Minnesota. That's right. The greatest right. win. That's correct. Well, I was, I had tickets, but I was lounging on the beach in the Dominican Republic. I, I gave my tickets to some clients, but so let, let, let's talk about, you know, some of the, the biggest play of the game, obviously uh, Craig James, who was, who was a, uh, a guy that was on the practice squad and you know, off and on, they play him at corner primarily because everybody else is hurt. He gets a big deflection. Nigel Bradham, who's not known for his hands, the ball kind of bounces right to him. He sees the uh, seals the deal as the Packers are coming down late in the game. And uh, boy, what an exciting way to seal the victory. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the, 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 and you could question if that was pass interference or not on, on Craig James, but he, he got away with it, so that's all that matters. Well, listen, that's, that's a great point. Talk about pass interference. I don't know what why, it is. Why, why are we reviewing these plays? I mean, I, there were three times in that game I thought for sure the challenges were going to be upheld because they were so obvious. Yeah. And the, the referees just, they say, no, let it go. Why, why are we reviewing Why even bother? Right, exactly. exactly. Uh, I used to know what the catch was. Now, now <laughs> I don't know what pass interference is. But anyway, um, yeah, look, the Eagles, you brought up the court, Craig James having to play corner, and the Eagles, I mean, it was a good, it was a big win, like you said, to get him to two and two and two is a lot better than one, even though it's one game better, it's a lot better. Um, but their cornerback situation now is in a little bit of dire straits. Oh, it's in big time trouble. Jalen Mills, Cravon LeBlanc, Ron Darby, Sidney Jones, and Maddox. Uh, and Avante Maddox obviously got got hurt pretty badly in that game. He's able to move his extremities and looks like he's going to be okay. Thank goodness. And they've signed Orlando Skandrick, who you know has some experience. But you have to wonder why a guy like that has been out of work for the last four weeks, don't you? I mean, if he's any good at all, when Eagles cut him, one of the other thirty-one teams. I mean, cornerbacks in this league are pre- and it's a premium position. If if he is, you know. Anybody could have had him and didn't want him, so there's a reason for that. So, I mean, yeah. this Jets game, like you said, it should be a walkover. But when your secondary is that thin. Exactly. You know, and the up, Jets, you remember, know. the Jets have not been playing with Sam Donald for the last couple he, of weeks. He, he he's, quite quite, he's questionable for this week. He's coming off of mono. Who gets mono? 
at that age. Days. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> when you're 16, right? That's right. <laughs> Probably um, in the back seat of a 67 Chevy. From what I recall. Don't know about football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what, what, so, well, so, well, let's put a wrap on this Packers thing before we jump to the Jets. Okay. How good is Devontae Adams? You know, he's playing with a bad foot. He's got 180 yards. He's wearing the wrong green, isn't he? He'd look good in eagle green. He's he's an underrated player. He really is. Um, yeah, you talk I about the top the receivers like, in the league. His his name doesn't his, come up that much, but he nope. is he is definitely a top five receiver. And you know why it doesn't come up? Because he's also a cat. Like you talk about character. Mm-hmm. He's a he's not he's one of the he few good wide receivers or great wide receivers that isn't seller. You know, isn't doing doesn't, doesn't blow his own. Like, he's blow his not own Odell Beckham. Right? He's not yeah. Antonio Brown. He's I mean in those in that vein of. You know, flamboyance. For I mean, he does. He doesn't pull a uh, a cell phone out of the goalpost. Exactly. Right. Out, out of his sock. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he just plays football. You know, he does a Lambo leap, but you know, yeah. that's, that's okay. Um, yeah, he's very, very quiet guy. Actually, I mean, you know, he he goes really out efficient, and plays hard, and he, he puts up good numbers, and he's a good player. Yeah, I don't think people. I don't think, and he's got a turf toe, and I don't think people understand how painful that is. It's basically a jammed toe or arthritis in the toe joint, and you are putting pressure on that foot every time you take a step, and that's a difficult injury to play through, and he did it pretty well last Thursday night. Well, I want to talk about the two big hits in the game. Two players get carried out uh, on a stretcher. Uh, Jamal Williams gets busted up by Derek Barnett, who said he did not hear the whistle. And I got to give him credit for that because, you know, the game is fast. And a lot of times you've started to make your move to bring somebody down and you just can't pull off. And then uh, we talked about Avante Maddox uh, near the end of the game getting uh, taken off by a stretcher. Too scary. Yeah, too scary. Yeah, friendly fire. Two scary injuries. Glad to see that uh, both those players are, look like they're going to be okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't think either one will play this week, but um... – that that was that's the least of your concerns when it's like like that. Um, I think I, I think they'll both be back. I mean, I I I think they'll both play again this year, if not in the next couple of weeks. Okay, so looking forward, we've got the New York Jets. We've got the man with the crazy eyes, Adam Gase, as the coach, and he's a little bit frustrated because he hasn't had his franchise quarterback, Sam Darnold. We mentioned coming back from mono is questionable for the game. They've got the ex. Pittsburgh Steeler, Le'Veon Bell. What do you think is going to happen uh, in this football game? Do you think the Jets, obviously it's, it's a big deal if Darnold can play, but do you think the Jets can keep it competitive at all? Yeah, I do. I, do. I don't think, I don't, if Darnold plays, now let's, 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 if Darnold doesn't play now, I think, I don't think the Jets will score many points and Eagles should, should roll. If Darnold plays, I think, I think the Eagles will win. I'm not saying Eagles are going to lose, but the Jets are always, for the same reason, like the Eagles went into Lambeau desperate. There's, I say this all the time. There's not. There's nothing. If you think the team's good, now if you're if you're a bad, if the Jets are just a bad team, I don't think they're that bad. There's talent on both sides of that ball. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had some bad luck. They they blew the first game. The, the kicker missed what the extra couple extra points and a field goal. Right. They would have won their opener. Then Darnold's out, so that you know I give him a little pass there. Um, they have some talent, and keep this in mind too. Their their general manager kind of knows this Eagle roster pretty well. Yeah, well, that's the story you broke on this podcast, I mean, Joe Thomas. So he's, you know, he's gonna. 
the Jets are going to have good information on how to attack the Eagles, how to stop the Eagles. Not that it always works, but at least they'll have the info. I mean, you know, it's I. Here's a here's a crazy stat for you too. You know, the the Jets have never beaten the Eagles ever. Now that now that I did not know ever. I mean, they don't play how, every year, obviously. How many times play. have they played? Do you know? I'm going to say nine or ten. Wow. I'm talking history. I mean, they've never the Jets have never beaten the Eagles. That's amazing. I remember back in the day we used to play the Jets every year in the preseason because yep, it was an do. easy easy commute. But um, I don't. Oh, remember. they beat them in preseason. They beat them. In, yeah. I'm not counting preseason. Yeah. No, I know that. Preseason games aren't games, Mark. No, those not are, even more especially now. Those are well paid scrimmages. The, and now they're really bad. I mean, the, team, the, the team is well paid and the fans pay. Exactly. To, to watch yeah. that stuff, you know. So let, let, let's hopefully we'll. We can mark a win in the Eagles column. Let's talk a little bit in the time we have remaining about, you know, the injuries at the quarterback position in the league. You've got Drew Brees out for a while. Ben Roethlisberger out for the year. Nick Foles, ex-Eagle, out for at least another month. And Cam Newton fighting a foot injury. Four of the biggest names of quarterback. And Trubisky, right. Yeah, hurt his his shoulder this, this weekend. So, you know, as much emphasis as there is on protect, protecting these quarterbacks, it's just an impossible task because it's such a violent game. Right, and it's just—I mean—it's been that way forever. You know, as well. I mean, players get football the game where guys get hurt. It's just—it's unfortunate, obviously, especially when it's one of your star players. But it's—it's going to happen, and. That's why it's important to have depth. It's important to have, especially a quarterback, to have a good backup. And hey, let's let's look at this kid in Jacksonville, the sixth round pick. Oh, amazing! He's playing pretty well. Oh, he really is. He's got and and Teddy Bridgewater comes off the bench for the Saints. Well, you know, Bridgewater was was a good player, and then he had a horrific terrible injury. Yep, taking a couple you know couple years to come back. But you know, he's he's the the quintessential back. You need a backup. That is, is almost starter quality. Now, you, you know, Drew Brees and Roethlisberger, you know, these guys are superstars. But you have, to have a, you have to have a backup that can play at a starter's level. And just, you know, for any other example, look what Nick Foles did with the Eagles when they go to the Super Bowl. I mean, what, what a stretch run he had. So as we wrap up here, we've only got about 25 seconds. New Orleans does the Eagles a favor. They beat Dallas. Dallas is 3-1. and one. The Eagles and the, the Giants uh, playing surprisingly well with Daniel Jones 2-2. Two and two. Yep. Washington 0-4. Eagles are one, bit, one game back, and they're still in the race. And, Mark, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure talking Eagles okay. football with you. We'll do this again we'll next week. week. Thanks, everybody, right. for joining us for the Bird Brains. Take care.